Do you know what it takes to move good to great? Are you almost where you need to be but not quite there yet? Find your way to success today. Welcome to the James Stentley Show with Dr. James Stentley. We've got the tips and guidance you need to propel your success to the next level. Now, here's your host, Dr. James Stentley. Hey, welcome back. It's Friday. I'm here. Brian's here. So, and you're here. So it's got to be Friday, the James Dentley Show. Remember, we don't think outside the box because in our world, there is no box. Look, I'm here with a very special guest. Uh, I met this gentleman some time ago, and he came by today, and he's helping me personally with, with some of the technical ends of my business and, and also the, the social media marketing end of, of my business. And uh, I'm so thankful that he came by. He's a good friend of Lavelle's. You guys know Lavelle, the one who sings all the time and takes all my glory. But um, <laughs> but uh, Brian Crawford uh, is a gem, and he said, look, I just wanted to share my story. And he, he, he knows that God has given him uh, a, a story to tell, and and he's given him the fire to speak. And he really this is hopeful. He just wants to speak truth from himself. You know, and it, we live in an age today when so many people – are afraid to get on the stage and, and, and be seen speaking. We don't want to say the wrong thing, so we say nothing. We don't know how we're going to be received. And sometimes we won't be received in a matter of which uh, we intend. All you married guys, you know what I'm talking about. It happens to me. I get in trouble all the time. So. <laughs> but the bottom line is that but I, can get, I get in, but I can talk my way back out. <laughs> all right. You know, God has given us all our gifts. Boy, I'm using magic best of my ability, Lord have mercy. But, uh, Brian, we're going to have you tell your story, but I want to, first of all, all right, you know, God has given us all our gifts, Lord, I'm using magic to the best of my ability, Lord have mercy. But, uh, Brian, we're going to have you tell your story, but I want to, first of all, say that this segment is going to be brought to you by Total Life Changes, Team Chicago, and Team CIA, Commitment in Action. Total Life Changes uh, is really blessing the lives of so many people. I've been in the industry of network marketing, home-based businesses now for 25 years, and I was with an incredible company that gave me my start, that trained me, and taught me how to perform at a high level, not sometimes, but all the time. And because of that training, 83 people have made seven figures. And I can't really take credit for the work that they did, because you got to go to work, but the philosophies that were shared with me, that worked for me, I've been able to share those by examining the breadcrumbs. And the breadcrumbs are just your past, your history, you know, the trail that got you where you are. And a bit to share that. And, you know, uh, coming from ACN to starting my own company with three incredible gentlemen, uh, Sam Montreal and Ken and myself, uh, starting One Voice Worldwide was a great experience. And, you know, we had some successes, guys. We get out there with a bang. And unfortunately, it didn't last because we weren't just ready to be together for the long term. But I'll tell you, I love them to this day. And I'm certainly proud of what was accomplished. And when I left there, I left there uh, out of $750,000. I left there with $88,000 in credit card debt, $180,000 in people who had invested in the company that couldn't get paid back uh, because of some partnerships that we aligned ourselves with. But the bottom line is that I get involved with Total Life Changes. Then I got sick with sarcoidosis. I'm on prednisone. I'm 375 pounds from 216. I martial arts doing my stuff to, oh, my God, I can't even fit anything. And... Uh, with, with sleep apnea, with oxygen tank, and all that stuff, and the stories and stories and story. But that story has really uh, made me. The story has got me to where I am today. And I stand on that story, and every story, every failure, everything that's happened to me that was terrible, I am thankful for it today. 
I am so thankful because when things are happening, good or bad, that means you are alive. Okay. <laughs> if nothing happens, that's a dirt nap. So, you know, I'm just thankful just to be here and that I have a story to tell and share. I like collecting those stories. But total life changes, man. When I got this company, I couldn't lose weight to save my life. I tried every way to get off of prednisone. And now I'm four and a half years, almost five years free of prednisone. Sarcoidosis, lungs cleared up. Two and a half years ago, cancer levels 10 times higher than high. And now it's not existing in my body. Uh, I'm not going to wood. I just praise God for that one. And uh, got a story to tell. And then earned millions and millions of dollars in the process. It's been a blessing. But I'm saying this to, to give you this longer commercial. Because this company literally is about to blow up, guys. And after 25 years, I know. It's about it's already been growing, growing, growing every single year, constant growth, but now it's about to explode. And they got a couple of things like same day pay. And on two ways out of five, we get paid. That means you do something today, that money's in your bank tomorrow. That's gonna be tight. With a product that works that has a money back guarantee that is impacting our lives and restoring people's health all over the world and their their sense of self. Because it's helping people restore their bank accounts as well. Because it takes some money to be here, you know. Money can't buy you everything, but broke can't buy you nothing, right? <laughs> right. So I want to dig in. I want to skip on past the commercial. I want to start off with Brian. You know, Brian and I talked today. I had a full conversation prepared for you, but I but I believe that in my heart that this is something that people need to hear. So first of all, Brian, I want to say welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now Brian is is in his mid thirties and. Uh, you know, he just, just got to his mid-30s, okay? So I'll just give you a break and say you're in your yeah, early 30s. Yeah, early 30s. <laughs> so we're going to hold on, you know, because you get to 40, you make 50. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So so Brian is in his early 30s, and um, he was telling me his story, and he has this, um, this journey, this burning fire to speak. But he has a story, and I want him to tell a story because we all have one. And I believe in our life, you'd be a great example or a terrible reminder. And I like Brian, just if you don't mind, to share, just speak up, speak clearly to the folks here and tell them what you share with me earlier. Who is Brian Crawford? Tell us your truth. Absolutely. Thank you um, for a chance to be here with you. Um, so I grew up in the uh, south side of Chicago, um, been in church my whole life, 35 years, 36 in a couple of weeks, God willing, uh, thanking him for that. Um, but I've, um, had a wonderful mother. Um, she raised me, uh, to be who I am today. Um, raised me in the church and, um, you know, just, you know, throughout the time and stuff like that, being an only child was always trying to find something to do and, you know, think of what my passions were and, um, never really got the opportunity to find out exactly what they were until later on in life. Mm -hmm. Um, so I went to, um, Alabama a University, uh, studied, mm -hmm. uh, Psychology, criminal justice. Uh, mm -hmm. I graduated there in May of 2007. Um, and from that particular time, you know, college life was fun, you know, kind of forgot where my roots were. You know, I knew I was in, you know, grew up in, in the church my whole life and then just went down to college and was mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, just living my life, living my best life, you know, just having fun, typical college kid stuff. And, um, you know, again, I started to forget where my roots were, which mm -hmm. was based around who my creator was, who God is, who, what God means to me, who he is to me, and to know that he's number one in my life. And, um, you know, just from there, again, just graduated college. And from that point, it was like, okay, what's next? Mm -hmm. um, and from there, it was kind of like, 
I don't know, you know, I graduated and I was like, you know, what's, 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 what's next for Brian? Like, what is next for me to do? Because I really didn't feel like I wanted to go to uh, graduate school to get my master's or whatever. But now I do because I know what my goals are. I know what my calling is. So after I graduated college in, uh, in May, I went home, um, which where kind of like my life starts to take shape. And I graduated, came home from college July 21st for my graduation party and everything like that. And um, the same day I got there was July 21st, about 11 o'clock. You know, I came home, got off the plane, went straight to mom's house, relaxed for a little bit. And um, I wasn't planning on going out until later on that evening to watch a uh, watch a boxing match between mm-hmm. uh, Winky Wright and Bernard Hopkins. Okay. And um one of my brothers uh, at the time, his name was Dominique Robinson, one of my homies, and uh, he invited me over to his house and uh, he was like, we're going to watch the fight. So once we got there, something happened with the cable provider and they, you know, it, it didn't show. So my mom's husband, um, he invited me and him to where they were for the fight. Mm-hmm. So as the time, you know, I, I had been away from Chicago so long and been in Alabama for almost 10 years. I kind of forgot the environment of what Chicago was. So, you know, we was riding and talking and, you know, I just was at peace, wasn't really watching my surroundings and stuff like that. And um, end up, I come, we get to a, a light at uh, 51st in Rockwell. And, uh, you know, we standing there talking and, you know, at the time, like I said, I forgot where I was, forgot my environment. And, you know, there's a lot of uh, Latino gangs and stuff like that in that area. And uh, we pulled up to the light, and uh, one of the guys that was outside, you know, uh, it was a lot of them. I don't know if they was having, like, a barbecue or, you know, party or whatever happened, but it was just a lot of them out there. And, um, you know, we, you know, we were talking and stuff like that. So we were sitting there, and uh, one of the guys who walked up to the light, uh, walked up to the car, and he started to uh, flash gang signs and stuff like that. And, you know, from just being caught on guard with it, you know, my instant reaction just to, you know, kind of like see what they was talking about because I really didn't understand what they was talking about. And I was like, you know, man, I cracked the window a little bit and I was like, nah, you know, we, we cool. We, I'm not on that. You know, that's not what we own. And, you know, a lot of them just started to surround the car. And next thing you know, it was maybe about 10, 15 of them around the car starting, started to throw bricks and bottles and stuff like that at the car. And by this time, you know, it just seemed like everything slowed down. Everything was like kind of like, uh, the matrix, like everything was just slow. And as I began to turn the light turn, so I uh, made my left turn. And next thing you know, it was uh, like they just doubled. It was more of them out there. I was throwing bricks, anything they could find, it was throwing at the car. And um, next thing you know, I seen uh, a guy come from behind, you know, I think it was a van or something like that. And I just seen something shiny. And from there, I just sped up. And from there, I heard three to four gunshots and I'm like, okay, it didn't get real. Let me get up out of here. Let's get us out of here. And then the next thing you know, um, I heard a couple more shots. And uh, from there, I felt like this instant pressure hit the back of my head. But at the same time, I'm not thinking that I'm shot or anything like that because I'm still conscious. I'm still driving, you know? And next thing you know, I put my hand back there and I saw that my hand was full of blood. Mm-hmm. Full of blood. So I'm like, what just happened? Because at the same time, at this time, I'm still not realizing that I'm shot. Mm-hmm. So uh, I tell my buddy, I'm like, hey, man, um, I think I'm shot. I got, a, you know, all this blood. And he was like, no, you're cool. You're driving. You just let's get us get us out of here. And I 
put my hand back there in the back of my head again, and my finger actually went into the bullet hole. I'm sorry if that was graphic, but that's what happened. And from this point, I'm realizing that, okay, I'm shot at this particular time. I'm shot in my head. Like, what, what am I supposed to be doing? But, you know, through the grace of God, I was able to drive. And once I got to a safe place, which was the gas station, I was trying to get out the car to assess the situation and just figure out what was going on. But I guess when a bullet had hit the car and I wasn't able to get out, so I just hopped over the consoles to reach out on the passenger side. And from there, that caused me to fall. And when I fell, the only thing that I could do, which was make sense, uh, that makes sense at this particular time was, I think I'm, in my mind, I'm dying. I'm getting ready to die. Mm -hmm. um, so I got down, I laid on the ground and I was just start praying to God and making my peace with God. And the whole time I'm down there, I'm just, it was just like a movie reel because everything that I had previously done in life, like I said, just graduated college. Um, and I was, you know, just getting place and everything like that. Things was going good for me. And I was like, you know, this was really through my head. But the, 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 the one thing that stood out at that particular time was that I wasn't scared to die. I wasn't scared that I wasn't going to see my family, my mom. Any, I wasn't scared to see any of that or that I would knew that I wasn't going to see them anymore. The, 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 the scariest thing of that whole situation was... I didn't know if I was going to go to heaven or hell at that particular point. Wow. And that was the scariest thing or the scariest feeling that I've ever felt because not knowing where your soul is going to rest or going to live once your fleshly body has, you know, is gone. That's a scary feeling. Mm -hmm. And from there, I was like, you know, oh, my God. But at the same time, as I'm praying to God. And I'm telling him, make, uh, giving him my peace and everything like that. It was instantaneously like a boulder, a building had just been lifted up off my shoulders because as I was praying, I told him like, God, you know, if this is what is, this is your will, let your will be done. Forgive me for my sins, Lord, and everything else. Just please take care of my mother, take care of my family. And from there, again, that boulder just lifted completely off my shoulders. And I knew from that particular point that I wasn't going to die. But at the same time, I was like, mm -hmm. hurry up and get me to this hospital <laughs> so I can figure out what's going on. Now you called your mom too, right? Yeah. So as I'm laying there, waiting on the ambulance and everything like that, I pick up the phone and I call my mom. I actually, uh, before I called my mom, my brother that was in the car with me, he was on top of me grabbing my shirt trying to pull he was pulling me like be get up all i'm hearing is saying be get up be get up be get up but at the same time i'm not in tune with him out because i'm talking to god at this particular yeah. point you know so as i uh, come to i say uh, i was like bro let me see your phone i need to call my mama so he like he just seen the ghost he like like what happened like i thought she was dead bro he like you know so you had been laying on the ground for about a good two three minutes and um so he gave me his phone i called my mom and i was like hey mom um, I'm shot. I'm like, I'm shot in my head. And if you know my mom, she's hysterical. You know, oh. she, she get the, oh, oh. she, what? Where you at? I'm, talk to me, Brian, what's going on? I'm like, mom, I'm shot. I'm on 55th in Rockwell and 55th in California. Let's ignore I'm, this was happening. This one, I'm at the ambulance coming. Gotta go. Hung up. And um, so from her, I already know that was a scary situation. Wow. Again, I'm my only child. So um, 
Yeah, so we got to the emergency room and um, my family's coming and there were so many people that was there that I didn't even know like how like how did y'all yeah. get this many people here in this you know <laughs> short amount of time and everybody started coming in and stuff like that and I was you know I was I, I was in good spirits because you know I see my parents yeah. stuff like that come in my people come in mm-hmm. and um, I could just see their facial reactions from them looking at me. I wow. guess I still had blood and everything like that still all on my mm-hmm. face and stuff like that. So they was just looking at me and I'm trying to like crack jokes, you know, being Brian, I was being me trying to get yeah. them in good moves, you know, to, yeah. to stay in good moves and everything like that. And uh, from there I had took, um, Kevin, we, uh, from there we uh, went and got some MRIs some CAT scans, um, you know, all the testing and stuff like that. And maybe I went in the hospital maybe about 11, 11.30, 11.55, something like mm-hmm. that, somewhere around that time frame. And with the doctor come back with the test results and he was like, um, you look like you're a pretty active young man. Within the next two weeks, you'll be able to continue doing everything you was doing before. Wow. You know. Hold it right there. We're going to come back and finish this story. And where did it take him from there? And everyone has a story, and the stories need to be told. And uh, many of us have family members that uh, have been through some things, and some have got a story to tell, and some people didn't make it through, and the story now is being told. But we're going to take a short commercial break and come right back from Brian Crawford, and we're going to finish talking about this miraculous comeback and how he lives his life right now and what's next. And we're going to tie that together about what's next for you. I'll be right back. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com As we age, there are certain situations which we all must face. Care and treatment don't always measure up to what it's supposed to be. And there are many questions that need to be answered. Tune in to Voices for Elder Care Advocacy with hosts Phyllis Amon and Rubina Chaudhry. Seniors deserve to have a more fulfilling life and we'll bring you the answers that you need to hear to make it happen. Listen Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. it's easy and best of all it's free start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top once you've created an account and signed in you can create your own custom library opt into our newsletter search by show host guest or topic of interest or browse millions of hours of content across all of our voice america radio channels Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesdentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesdentleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to the James Stentley Show. I'm here with Brian Crawford, and we're just talking about it. As we finish the segment, he was shot in the head. He's in good spirits. His friend thinks he's gone. He gets the phone. He makes his peace with God. He calls his mother and scared her half to death. Uh, gets the ambulance and then has audacity to be in a good mood when he gets in the hospital with a bullet in his head and because uh, he saw his people. And sometimes you just take a face and know somebody loves you, man. Somebody loves you. So let's love one another. And you were talking about the doctor coming back and said in two weeks after being shot in the back of the head, you'll be able to function as normal. So looking back, how did that make you feel? How does that feel when somebody say that? How did that? Tell us how you felt in this whole when you got a chance to back away from it. It was it was a um, it was hard because it, it was you know just kind of you know just always wanting to you know do right and you know I wasn't one of those you know guys or kids growing up and things like that that you know that was in a lot of you know trouble and you know just I didn't you know I wasn't perfect of course but you know I wasn't you know, one of the ones that I felt like I deserved that to happen mm -hmm. to me. And, you know, I questioned God, you know, the whole week, you know, uh, cause I, after I got, after that happened, I went, uh, stayed in Chicago for about another week. Mm -hmm. And I was telling my parents, like, I'm never coming back to Chicago, period. <laughs> I'm never coming back to Chicago because I can't believe that the city did me like this. Not saying that, you know, it was the whole city, but just it happened in the city. Right. So I was like, I'm never coming back. So the whole time that I, I stayed there for about an stay here in Chicago about another mm -hmm. week. And um, during that week, I was just questioning God, like, why, why did you allow this to happen? Why would you allow this to happen to me? And I was, you know, just frustrated, you know, and I try not to show it because, you know, I still want to be, you know, mm -hmm have this this reputation of, you know, Brian Steele silly. He's yeah. still, you know, in good spirits and stuff like that. But it was real hard on me because, again, I was just questioning why would God let that happen to me? Mm -hmm. So from there, I, I went back home to Alabama and um, my buddy, he was a uh, tattoo artist and stuff like that. So I called him as soon as I touched down. I was like, yo, Q, like, um, I need to come get a tattoo. Uh, put me on the schedule and I got a story to tell you. So the whole time I didn't have no ideas of what I wanted to get as far as the tattoo was concerned. So I'm looking through, um, looking through uh, one of the tattoo books and I seen um, a tattoo that says Psalms 118 on this young lady's uh, ankle and it says mm -hmm. Psalms 118. Now, mind you, before this, about two years in this entirety, I seen 118, which is my birthday. Every day for two years straight. I'm talking about if it was a, the time on the clock, if it was a license plate, if it was a price on a menu. I see my birthday every day for a full two years. And from there, I was like, you know, what does this mean? God explained to me is something going to happen on my birthday, whatever. Nothing happened. So I seen Psalms 118 on this young lady's uh, leg. So I said, I'm going to get my tattoo. I'm going to check it out once I can make it back home. Yeah. So when I may, finally made it back home, I sat in my uh, I sat in my kitchen mm -hmm. and I was like, you know, oh, let me go check that out a little bit. And um, mm -hmm. from there, I went to my bedroom. I kept my Bible open. And from there, I opened up Psalms 118. And when I say that Psalms 118 was literally my whole story from the time that I pulled up at that stoplight to the 
the, the gang members surrounding me to me falling on the ground, hitting the floor, praying to God, him hearing me and answering me and, mm-hmm. and feeling that burden be completely up, uplifted from me was mm-hmm. in Psalms 118. And from there I knew because he said, I chased you severely that you may not die and declare the works of the Lord. And from there I knew that God had his hands on me. And from there, anything that he requested of me, that was what I was going to make my life doing. Um, And from there, you know, just still kind of fighting that, fighting that battle of knowing the responsibilities of having to where, you know, I don't know if if I was going to be a preacher, if I was going to be teaching or something, but whatever it was, I knew that God called me to do something. And from there, I knew that that caused a lot of responsibility. It came with a lot of responsibility and that scared me because I'm like, whew, you're talking about dealing with people and saving souls and just doing what God wants you to do. Like, you know, that's a lot on anybody. You know, know, God, people are true, right? (laughs) You know, but you know, but you know, Brian, that God won't call you without preparing and and bring the path. Exactly. Exactly. And from there, um, I accepted the fact to where like, okay, God wants me to do his work. So, I'm going to do that. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to dedicate my life to giving God what he wants, because we were bought with a price already anyway, you know? (laughs) So my life is not my own. You know what I mean? So my life now I've dedicated it to giving back to God's people, saving God's souls and, and whatever that, whatever that entails. And for me, wanting to be able to speak to the masses, just to tell my testimony, share my story with everyone, because it gets a little deeper than I actually gave because, you know, it, it, it was, that was it in a nutshell. But, I, you know, just from that, um, my everyday goals is to try to strive right. You know, I got a wonderful family at home. I got two beautiful little girls, Zori and Zuri. Um, and they are really what motivates me to continue to do everything that I'm trying to do. I'm trying to, you know, like go out and be a blessing for others. And if that means, if, you know, I was telling, I was telling the guy the other day, he was saying, you know, um, that he was just going through his trauma, uh, some turmoils and stuff like mm-hmm. that. He was having some aches and pains and stuff like that. And I introduced him to TLC. Definitely drop some nuggets on that. <laughs> Definitely drop the TLC nuggets. And um, I was just, I, I told him a little bit of my story and he was like, I can't believe it until I actually showed him the bullet wound. Mm-hmm. I showed him. He was like, you know what? I will no longer complain because what you went through, wow. I couldn't even imagine going through any portions of yeah. that. And just from, you know, just knowing that God has my back, knowing that God is my salvation, knowing that, you know, he would never put more on me than I can bear. And it sounds cliche, but he won't. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you go through these, go through these trials and tribulations in yeah. life, but it really takes uh, a strong individual to really understand that God is God created us. Yeah. So if God created us, then why won't He, you know, give us all the tools and the necessities that we need through to to sustain right. through life? Yeah, you know he relies on the spirit, so man. If if God is if we know that God is our creator, and I know that God is my creator, then why do I sit around and lose sleep? Why do I stress? Why do yeah. I do certain things to where I know that you know? God is all powerful. God is my creator. So, yeah. you know, I can go to him in the time of need and I'll never be, you know, short, uh, shortcoming. At the same time, like, you know, those were things that I, that, that fueled me to, you know, just continue to strive mm-hmm. and continue to, you know, be the person that God created me to be because we're all made 
in his image and in his likeness, That's but right. we all were, you know, made, you know, mm-hmm. uniquely. Yes. You know? Well, his likeness means in his ways. Exactly. His image is a spirit. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Well, look, I got I to gotta segue. You've been spending a lot of time with this, with LaBelle Falcon. Mm-hmm. How has LaBelle impact your life? Uh, I put you on the spot. <laughs> no. So, um, me and LaBelle, we had a, like, we have a deep relationship, rooted relationship. Like, we come from the sandbox, literally. You know, we was grew up, uh, I think I started going to uh, Burnside, and LaBelle was already there, and I think I started going in second grade. And, um, you know, so we got about 25 plus years in. And, uh, you know, when I went to school, I lost contact with a lot of my friends. When I came back, you know, a lot of my friends, well, God started to place people in my life that knew that was going to be pertinent to my life. Yeah. But, you know, I never would have thought that being brought back into Lavelle's life and Lavelle being brought back into my life that I'll be where I am right now. Mm-hmm. And um, when I say like Lavelle, like, and I was telling, uh, telling my people, was like, uh, you know, I've been, you know, around certain people for all my life, but at the same time, I've never been around an individual that all he do is talk positively. Day in, day out. I'm literally at this man's house almost every day, if not every day, every other day. Yeah. Or if it's not every other day, it's at least three to four times out of the week during right. a regular work week. And I know I got to go to work the next day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we just sit around and we have the conversations that me and this young man have is, is, is mind blowing. Because last night I was there at his house last night and we were talking. And I was telling him that, you know, we were just talking about what's, what's our it. And I was telling him that, you know, my it is... Uh, my calling, but I didn't ever tell him that that was my, you know, what my it was, but he was just saying that, you know, that was my it, and I told him, I was like, I was scared of it, and he looked at me like, like, scared, like, what are you, what are you talking about, like, I, we don't, we don't do this scared stuff, like, no, yeah. you know, and so, in so many words, but, um, you know, he checked me, and sometimes you need that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You need to have the people that's around you that's going to tell you what you need yeah. to hear versus yeah. what you want to hear. I'll tell you something funny. You, you just said that, and it struck me like a ton of bricks that I was 29 years old, and I knew it was something special for me to do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand it. I didn't know what to do with it. I said, who's going to help me if I have all this? What am I supposed to do with right. this? It scared the crap out of me to the point where I tried to sabotage it and it probably pushed me back a good 10 years. Right. You know, right. because I didn't step right. into right. the thing that made me afraid. Now I understand it clearly. Yes. Clearly. Yes. Well, look, I want to say, man, first of all, Brian, welcome to the family. You're here. You're here for good now. You know, the veil has brought you into the family. You know, the veil is like, the veil is like the foster child to come back and bring some more with him. Like the cat. Yeah, we're going to to bring another cat. <laughs> and so I want to thank you for, for popping in there, man. Thank you. We're, look, we're going to talk a little bit about our business accelerator. You can stick around. Yeah. And after we take the break, we're going to come back. We're going to pop the veil in here and put him on the spot. He doesn't know he's going to be on today. I had a totally different conversation to have, but this is the right conversation to have because there's so many things you can get from that. And even if you can't relate to that at this point or you can't, you know, you don't see yourself out there, you look at age difference or even race or whatever, we all go through something. Adversity is part of the deal. Nobody gets out of that. Nobody gets out of life alive. Stuff's going to happen. But the things that happen will happen to prepare you. I truly believe that. If you keep moving forward, they will propel you. 
They'll be like the, the fuel that will, that will take you from one place uh, to your destined destination. And I'll tell you that people like yourself, Brian, who would come and share their story, and you listened in on my good friend Marty Edgar a couple yeah. weeks ago, nine years old, he comes down and his whole family's been murdered by his dad, who abused him and his mom and tortured him yeah. right away 24 times. And today he's a pastor, he has a wonderful family, these are millions and millions of dollars, and most people would implode, man. The road hasn't always been easy. It hasn't been perfect, but it's always been worth it. So I'm honored to have you two guys uh, in my life as well. So I know you're going to be working with us, and you guys get a chance to, to hear from him again because he doesn't notice, but he'll get a chance to share his story since he wants to speak. You know, I'm the, I'm the speaker trainer, and I also provide opportunities for him to speak. So he'll be at the speaker camp and March 30th through April 3rd. He'll be helping us out, but he'll also be attending the camp. And he also is going to be at our Business Accelerator, Inspired to Speak Business Accelerator 2020, March 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th. Uh, the gentleman is, a, is a, tech, a technology genius, first of all, and he's pretty daggone good at marketing as well. So we're happy to have you as part, not just of the team, but part of our family as well, since we showed you all around the house. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what that means. I guess I mean, you're talking about, where's my room? I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I want to just talk to you guys about the Business Accelerator uh, 2020. Uh, uh, you know, I've been doing events for a little while. And every time I do an event or a training, especially speaker camp, uh, I always end the camp and I'm, I'm consumed with one thought. How can we be better? I always look at what's next. And I remember reading the book Relentless by Tim Glover, who uh, actually coached uh, people like Jordan. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. yeah. You, you read it? Yeah. Um, that's books the bomb. You, oh, you gave the book? You gave the book? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Look, I know I need some glasses. I'm looking at my clock. I say, what time is it for the next break? Okay. It's a book Relentless by Tim Glover. Oh, man. He talks about uh, the coolers, the closers, and the cleaners. Okay. The coolers are the, the people in the NBA, the, the players. They're they, they better than everybody in college. They got on the team. And they're there. They're very instrumental in being a part of that team. They play defense well. They play their role well. They can get there for those eight, nine minutes. And if needed, sometimes they're ready if somebody goes down. The closers are your go-to people. They want that ball. They want to set up the play. They like get, they get off on getting assists. They get off on points. They get off on rebounds. Those are your closers. But these are the people that are going to show up. Every time you walk in the room, you know what they're going to bring. And you have a cleaners. The cleaners are people that just decimate their opponents. When they walk in the door, they've already won the battle because their opponents are afraid of them already. That means they practice their craft. You look at somebody like Jordan. Jordan uh, told Mr. Glover, he said, I don't pay you to coach me. I pay you so you don't coach anybody else. <laughs> okay, that's a bad man. But he also said, I failed 9,000 times, and that's why I succeed. Okay, Because that's part of it. The hardships are all part of it. And I wish I could be, get to the point where I could say, look, even though I sit here in pain of my hip, my leg, all the way down my leg, it happens every single day. And, but when I'm operating, I just have to operate. Right now, it hurts. But yet still, I negotiate with my mind and plow through that because it doesn't matter. What matters is the task at hand. And when you build a habit of showing up, it's no different than building a habit of quitting or being half-measured. Everything is a habit. You get good at what you do often, but you train your mind and your body to respond by doing things over and over and over. People say, well, first you have to train your mind. I think that you have to train the body to respond. When you train the body to respond, then the mind will follow and the mind will feed everything else. Because if you think about it, 
in the creation of, of cells that form a human species or a living species. Cells, were, they're just cells, and they had to learn how to work with each other. They had to learn how to nourish each other. They had to learn how to fit. And I don't know, I wasn't there, I never had the conversation, I've been in the class, but I would assume that wasn't always a perfect experiment. But these cells that formed you and I took millions of years to formulate into you becoming where you are today. And more importantly, of what the people who come after us will be tomorrow. And they operate, and the brain doesn't have to tell the heart to beat or the lungs to pump. They operate in the only way that life, life must be taken away because life always chooses life. It chooses, that brain will try to strive to stay alive until you take it away. Lungs will strive, you can be brain dead, but the heart's still gonna fight the beat because it's all it knows. So it's independent things. So you train your body by showing up, by showing up. Now it's one thing that it's good to have the muscles and all that, perfect. But you gotta show up, you train yourself. Even when I was on uh, sarcoidosis on prednisone, I was 300 plus pounds, you show up. You show up anyway, and then you watch the magic happen. Watch God's grace meet you there. Watch his power meet you while you're in the hole. And I wanna come back, I'm gonna talk about the Business Accelerator 2020, come back with Mr. Lavelle Faulkner. I wanna thank you for coming. And we're gonna take a short break. Absolutely. And we're gonna come right back with Lavelle and the Business Accelerator 20 to 20 by Inspired to Speak. And boy, when I get a chance to tell you all who's gonna be here this year and all of our events, it is mind blowing. We're thankful, but we're doing it all for you because every time we look up, we in one thing, we ask ourselves what's next and what's better. Every champion, when they win a championship, they put up two fingers, that means repeat. They haven't even got the champagne on their head from the first victory. So we're gonna come right back to this commercial break, talk about what's next. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red Set. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, 
business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at the James Stentley Show.com. Again, that's JD at the James Stentley Show.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back, man. I want to thank Brian Crawford for sharing his story, sharing his truth, and stepping into his best life. Uh, the best is yet to come. I know because I've been down that road, and I know where he has to go. So I, I'm really excited. Now I have Mr. Lavelle Faulkner. Mr. Lavelle Faulkner has been known as my right hand. Some people think he's my son. And when he had my credit card, he is. <laughs> <laughs> when he's driving around and never saying he, he is, man. But I'll tell you, but first of all, welcome, man. Man, thank you. And this is their second time being on this side of the deal. Yeah, it is. They're normally behind the camera and making sure everything runs smoothly a little bit. So I want you to get a chance to share with everyone. But first, I want to talk about this business accelerator 2020. Uh, before we, we go in the last end of this, of, uh, of this uh, uh, broadcast. Well, uh, Business Accelerated 2020, you know, it began with Inspired to Speak, uh, the action count, the five-day count for people who want to go to six-figure, to seven-figure speaker business. We had to Inspired to Speak one-on-one for people who wanted to start uh, to communicate on a higher level. Warren Buffett said it best, if you want to increase your income, uh, increase your ability to communicate more effectively, and that will help double your income. And then we had Inspired to Speak Succeed, Inspired to Speak, speak Accelerate. We've had all kinds of Inspired to Speak events. And, um, and now we have the Inspired to Speak Business Accelerator 2020. And uh, because of the network we have and the access we have to be able to network and build relationships with people who earn billions of dollars, build multi-billion dollar companies or companies at tens of millions or hundreds of millions of dollars, get the chance to learn from them and then say, look, can I get you to come to Chicago to share with people what you share with me? And many of my friends from Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank to Bob Proctor to, um, to Forrest Riley, my sister, and it goes on and on and on, have been here. And my great friend, Bill Walsh, who really put me on this path, I want to thank him tremendously for what he does. But this event's going to take place March 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th. Now, first of all, March is Women's Month. So we definitely want to get all the ladies in the house. That's why I want you to hurry up and get your ticket. Uh, businessaccelerator2020.com, put in early bird as a code, get the ticket, don't procrastinate, guys, and go VIP if you can because uh, it's going to be a very, very special treat for you to be there. Well, our headliners are Sharon Lecter. Now, <clears throat> Sharon wrote the book Thinking Grow Rich for Women. She wrote uh, um, uh, all the Rich Dad Poor Dad books, the Cashflow Quandrum books for Robert Kiyosaki. She was the author behind that, helped develop the game Cashflow for Robert as well. She has her own game called Thrive Time. She actually wrote Outwitting the Devil from Napoleon Hill's actual notes, and she put that book together and commissioned do everything for Napoleon Hill Foundation. Uh, she's got several new books out today, and uh, I know I'm missing some. She helped uh, Greg Reed finish out Three Feet from Gold. She's a delightful, spirited woman with a great heart, but even a greater business mind, and uh, she's really got a true gift, and she actually was a financial czar, uh, advisor for uh, 
financial literacy in our country for the George Bush administration and Barack Obama, Republican and Democrat alike, highly respected. She's going to be here and she's down to earth. And she spends her life and commits her life to empowering people, to taking people and empowering them, showing them the path if they choose to take it and listen and listen, not just with their ears, but with their heart and with their feet that she'll show people how to get on the other side. She's going to be here and she's going to speak at our luncheon on that Thursday. And she's going to be interviewed by a local celebrity here in Chicago. And then she's going to speak on Friday. And then we're going to give her an outstanding award a Friday night at our a mixer event and award ceremony. That's going to be cool. Then we have Dr. Sonia Stribling, Presidential Lifetime Achievement Award by Barack Obama, talk show host on Bravo, major in the military, but also teaches you how to to create programs and products from your gift, but how to execute every single day and live your life above the line every single day. And if you want to speak as well, I teach you what she teaches as well. Well, my dear friend, Mr. Bill Walsh, he is the world's greatest uh, biz, small business expert and a great friend. I would say I would not sit here today if it was not for him who put me on that path on this journey. My dear friend, Mr. David Michaels, boy, he might be the best person in front of the room I ever met. You heard him. A couple of weeks ago on, on live on the radio, one, two, three employee is his company. He is a, not only a phenomenal business person, but a great human being. If you're struggling getting things done and you need some assistance, he has a global business that's going to get you a virtual assistance and assistant and get you on path and purpose all over the world. Now we got some more folks. We got Ernesto Verdugo. Oh wow. A 200 most traveled person in the world who teaches, teaches you now how to market and brand yourself as a speaker and branded internationally as well. So if you want to go speak on an international stage, we've got several of our speakers will be in Mumbai, which is Bombay, uh, in February, speaking there. And I can't go because I can't fly because my leg or And also back to Dubai again. But he and I and Carol, we travel the world. He's a wonderful, wonderful man. He'll be here teaching Roberto Candelaria. He is a sponsorship master and a branding and marketing expert. Uh, he and his partner, Warren, uh, they're in the inner circle of Facebook one of the top 300 people involved with Facebook, and they use them and what they've been able to do to create communities, as an example. He'll speak there. Uh, we got a host of breakout rooms. I'm missing somebody, I think. Oh, Bernie Dorman to be there. Roger, founder of uh, CEO Space. Roger Salam for the Winter Circle will be there. And a host of speakers that have gone through our camp that are going to be speaking as well in training. You're going to have breakout sessions. So this time, you'll spend the majority of your day learning the things you want to learn for the speakers that are experts in these, in these very specific subject matters. And then you can spend your time getting what you need before you leave that event, enjoying yourself. And then the ticket price, read it closely because, you know, some of the tickets, all your food is included. With the VIP, everything's included. And then uh, all of your drinks and all the tickets, uh, whether it be coffee, tea, water, soda, pop, Powerade, and a hotel, you're going to get it free all day because we negotiated it all in the ticket price. So just don't, don't worry about going to Starbucks or someplace else. Everything's going to be there. Now, Neville, you're coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. We got some more time. Yes, sir. I want to talk to you guys about after that, um, it's going to be for the people. Oh, we're going to give, look, somebody's going to be have the ability to win a brand new car at the event. That's big. 25 other people will win something at that event. But somebody can win a brand new car. Now, you're going to purchase that car or they're going to get a three-year lease on a luxury car at that event. And we're going to do it through all our events. And the future events, 
And it's going to be important to be at the first one because it's going to give you carte blanche for the second. But my dear friend, Mr. Jeff Hoffman, the co-founder of Priceline.com, will be here. We're going to have Frank Shankowitz. He's the founder of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. They did a movie of his life called Wish Man. Not only is he going to speak, but he's also going to show a premiere of that movie Friday evening. And we're going to bring the popcorn in for you, too. No charge at the concession table. Okay? And then... We're also talking to Mr. Richard Dreyfus. Now, Mr. Richard Dreyfus said, yes, already. We're just trying to get the dates down, which events he's going to be in. But we'll have Mr. Richard Dreyfus, Academy Award actor, will be here. And his partner, Ron Blackburn, who's also made hundreds of millions of dollars as an inventor and an investor. You're going to learn from the best of the best. But it's better. We're about this close from closing the deal. We'll have Mr. Isaiah Thomas here and his new brand of champagne. And we're going to have autographed bottles of champagne, photo ops with Mr. Thomas as well. Two world champions with the bad boys. Like him or love him, man. He's a bad man. President of the New York, New York Knicks at one time. He owns several companies to show you how to win the basketball to billionaire businessman because now he's getting billion dollar contracts. And maybe he'll tell you about that as well. Look, we're in conversations right now based on the schedule. Magic Johnson. Mm, sir uh, John Shin founder of, uh, of the Think and Grow, I'm sorry, he's executive producer of Think and Grow Rich, the movie, and he wrote Think and Grow Rich, the way rich Asians think. Uh, man, I'm not even, I'm talking to Ray Lewis, he wants to be here uh, for the Baltimore Ravens, Hall of Famer, my man Ray. We'll pull out all the stops, Forbes Riley will be here. We're talking to a lot of uh, our Pastor Carter is going to be in here. Twilight Portis is going to be in speaking. So we've got people over millions and then billions of dollars in their field are coming here to teach you. And you're not just going to listen. You're going to network. You're going to engage. You're going to see from the big room and then from the intimate room. Some of you guys will have lunch and dinner with these folks. And we're going to put the pieces together because we're also going to be serving our nonprofits as well. So I want to shift gears and just go to businessaccelerator2020.com. Use the, the code early bird to get your discount. Get the ticket today, man. Don't procrastinate because I'm going to sell this sucker out in January, number one, and uh, then you'll be out of luck. We have to stream it or something. Maybe. We'll see what happens. But I want to talk to you, Lavelle. Lavelle, we've been around each other for a long time. The thing I love about you, man, is that you came. I said you had to be good. You had to be useful. And for the first day we met and engaged in the office, not we met in Kenny Lewis's office, but First time we engaged in the office, uh, you knew I needed some help. You jumped in and offered that help, and everybody that was with you followed. And y'all came and helped one day, and little did we know you'd be about four or five years. There's <laughs> <laughs> a life sentence around here. Well, somebody will lose their mind up in here, as Les Brown would say, up in here. So, man, tell us about your journey, uh, where, where you came from, where you are, where you're going. And we've got about another, we'll take the last five, six minutes and take it away. Matter of fact, close the show. Dude, you do me. Well, first and foremost, let me thank you for this opportunity. And to go right into the story for the sake of time, for those that are viewing, just know that I come from very humble beginnings. Uh, I grew up as a young man right here, as Brian stated, in the inner city streets of Chicago. And of course, I, I never was a bad kid. Of course, with Brian being my best friend, we, we came from, we're pretty much cut from the same cloth. And his mom is hysterical, but my mom's crazy. <laughs> she Amen. just recently retired as a Cook County Sheriff. But even before she put on that uniform, she was always very stern. She was always on me. 
And I have one older brother and watching him go through the things that he's went through in the streets. I watched my brother be literally all beat almost to death and be put into a coma for almost a year to where the doctors told us that he would never come out of a vegetative state, um, even if he came out of that coma. And uh, watch him come through that and surpass. And the one thing that I can tell you is that I made poor choices growing up. I've, I've always been got good grades. I've always been around great people. But of course, I always wanted to see what the opposite side was like, because it's always easier to do wrong than it is to do right for some reason. <laughs> so for me, just trying to find myself and find that balance, I fell into a very rough life, man. I'll tell you, I actually got incarcerated one time. And in that one form of incarceration, I literally went through every form of incarceration there is had, except for pretty much the, the chair. Mm-hmm. from being on house arrest to going to the actual being in um, the Cook County Department of Corrections, all the way down to seeing the penitentiary, to coming and being in boot camp, leaving boot camp, having to come home and deal with parole and probation while being on house arrest at my mom's house, who's a Cook County sheriff. Like, mm-hmm. I've literally seen the worst, you guys. I, I tell people all the time that I'm an ex-everything. I'm an ex-con. I'm an ex-drug dealer. I'm an ex-gang banger. I'm literally an ex-boyfriend to an awful lot of women. And I'm not proud of the things that I've done, but I will say that I'm not ashamed as well because those are the things that let me stand here today and tell you that I am also the X factor. And I state that because I now know what it means to overcome adversity, what it means to stay positive in those times. I hear my mentor, Dr. James Dentley, say it's not the blowing of the wind. It's literally the set of your cell because the wind, it blows on us all. And I'll tell you that that man, this gentleman right here to my left, he said one thing to me that stuck with me for the last few years. And it keeps me pushing every time that I wake up. And that question to me was, if I choose not to win today, who loses? Mm. And when I wake up before I put my foot on the floor, I ask myself that same question. I implore you to do the same right now. I ask you to ask yourself that today, if you choose not to win, then who actually loses? And for me, James, I'm going to be honest, I just never really wanted to lose. I knew that the path that I was taking, the things that I was doing, it was never going to get me to the position in life that I wanted to be. It wasn't making my mom proud, raising two boys as a single mother here. I knew that I was never going to be able to help people who are in my situation because I was still right there with them. I knew that my two children, my wonderful son, who who literally brings home everything I've ever wanted from a kid, and my amazing daughter, who's recently come back here to Chicago and allowed me to be in her life as well, it it was because of them that I continuously pushed for better. And, And I'll tell you, the moment that I decided that I wanted better then things presented themselves to me. I, I've met people like Kenny Lewis. And for meeting Kenny Lewis, I got around, well, actually I met, I was around my godfather, Robert Beck, who's a 40 plus research chemist. And he instilled in me and I had ministers who put their arms around me and loved me and accepted me even in my roughest states. Kenny Lewis, who never judged me and opened his arms and his bank account to me um, when I was in the process of trying to start a business and find myself and then my mentor, my dear friend, and like a dad to me, Dr. James Dentley, I found you. And I tell you, I thank God for all of you all. Because if I did not have you guys in my life, then no telling where I would be. I would probably still be in the streets doing a lot of things that I really wasn't proud of. But it was because of finding you guys and listening to your story Mm -hmm. of you telling me how you were homeless and how you slept in your car and 
how you were in your mom's basement and the things that you continuously dealt with from sarcoidosis to cancer and all of the things that you dealt with and you never gave up. You never gave up that you wanted to be a great father to your kids. And those were the things that pushed you into your success. And success has no dollar amount, you guys. I promise you, there's people who are successful at being broke. But I promise that that success that you want is right there. And the one thing that I learned through that is that you have that choice. And it starts with the mindset. So as we get just prepared to wrap it up, I tell you guys to look and just find out about the different events, the different people that are here, and not just to get connected. And that's the one thing that I can just tell you is to not get connected, stay connected. Because the moment that you break that connection, just like your phone, you begin to drain your battery instantaneously. And again, Dr. Dentley, I thank you for that time that you've allowed me to just share my story. And I'm going to just go ahead and let you close it out. But before I do, I got to say that there's always two men trapped behind prison bars. One man saw the mud and the other definitely saw the stars and because of you i can see the stars man that's it that's all that's our show look you guys on social media hold tight for a little bit we keep talking but that's our show we're going to be back next friday with the james Lee show remember we don't think outside the box because in our world there is no, no box. box peace Thank you for listening to The James Dentley Show. Be sure to join James for another inspiring show next Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you here next week.